Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How are you all doing? Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'd fa'a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Rabbishrahli sadri wa yassirli amri. Wahlul uqdatan min lisani. Yafqahu qawli. Allahumma ahdi qalbi wa saddid lisani. Waslul sakhimata qalbi. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Lesson number 37 from verse 275. So open up your books to page number 40. It's a short lesson, don't worry. And it's a very interesting lesson, very powerful lesson. Say, A'udhu Billah. Al-Ladheena ya'kuluna al-riba la yaqumuna illa kama يقوم الذي يتخبطه الشيطان من المس ذلك بأنهم قالوا إنما البيع مثل الربا وأحل الله البيع وحرم الربا فمن جاءه موعظة من ربه فانتهى فله ما سلف وأمره إلى الله ومن عاد فأولئك أصحاب النار هم فيها خالدون يمحق الله الربا ويربي الصدقات والله لا يحب كل كفار أثيم إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وأقاموا الصلاة وآتوا الزكاة لهم أجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا إن كنتم مؤمنين فإن لم تفعلوا فأذنوا بحرب من الله ورسوله وإن تبتم فلكم رؤوس أموالكم لا تظلمون ولا تظلمون وإن كان ذو عسرة فنظرة إلى ميسرة وأن تصدقوا خير لكم إن كنتم تعلمون واتقوا يوما ترجعون 
فيه إلى الله ثم توفى كل نفس ما كسبت وهم لا يظلمون الذين يأكلون الربا لا يقومون إلا كما يقوم الذي يتخبطه الشيطان من المس ذلك بأنهم قالوا إنما البيع مثل الربا وأحل الله البيع وحرم الربا فمن جاءه موعظة من ربه فانتهى فله ما سلف وأمره إلى الله وَمَنْ عَادَ فَأُولَئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ يَمْحَقُ اللَّهُ الرِّبَا وَيُرْبِ الصَّدَقَاتِ وَاللَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ كُلَّ كَفَّارٍ أَثِيمٍ الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وأقاموا الصلاة وآتوا الزكاة لهم أجرهم لهم أجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا تفعلوا فأذنوا بحرب من الله ورسوله وإن تبتم فلكم رؤوس أموالكم لا تظلمون ولا تظلمون وإن كان ذو عسرة فنظرة إلى ميسرة وأن تصدقوا خير لكم إن كنتم تعلمون واتقوا يوما ترجعون فيه إلى الله ثم توفى كل نفس ما كسبت وهم لا يظلمون Okay, let's begin. الذين يأكلون الربا Those people who eat riba, who consume riba, la yaqumuna, they do not stand today in this world. Illa except kama, just as yaqumu he stands. Who stands? Alladhi yatakhabbatuhu shaytanu min almas. Like the person whom shaytan has beaten to insanity. Meaning in this world, people who eat riba act as though they have been possessed by the devil. That is how they behave. As if their intellect has been covered and as if shaitan has taken control of them. This is how they act. This is how they behave in this life. Or what the saya means is that on the day of judgment, People who consume riba today, 
they will come on the day of judgment they will rise out of their graves on the day of judgment like a person possessed by the devil that is how they will come like an insane person who is this person alladhi yatakhabbatuhu ash-shaytan yatakhabbatu is from khabata and takhabbat is basically to beat someone violently and severely severely beat someone and to a point where a person begins to act like they're crazy they have been beaten to a point where their senses are not in their control but here shaytan has beaten them shaytan has driven them to insanity how min almas by the touch meaning shaytan touched this person and so this person has gone insane have you ever seen a person possessed by shaytan a person maybe during an exorcism when shaitan is being taken out of them how do they scream how do they look how do they walk worse than a drunk person you know a drunk person they also act uncontrollably behave in an uncontrollable manner but a person who's under the effect of the devil possessed by the devil is in a pitiful state you feel pity for them It's almost scary you're scared of them but it's also a very pitiful state because a person has no control over themselves they're screaming they're yelling they're acting crazy so this is the person majnoon alladhi yatakhabbatuhu shaytan min almas is a person who has become insane so those who consume riba in this world they act as though they are insane and on the day of judgment they will come insane that's how they will come to their lord what is the crime what's the sin over here the sin is that they eat riba what exactly is riba riba is from raba wow and raba yarbu is to grow something okay when something increases rabwa we learned earlier is a high land meaning a land that is situated on a high level so riba interest or usury is defined as kullu qardin jarra naf'an fa huwa riban every qard every loan that brings a profit then that profit is riba meaning if you lend something to someone and then when it's time to take it back you don't just take back what you gave them you also make a profit off of it So for example you lent them a thousand dollars and you say okay return it to me within two years with a 13% interest rate right so what does that mean you're not just making back a thousand dollars you're getting back a thousand dollars and some more so that some more what is that riba so it's basically the fee that you charge someone for borrowing something from you and basically it's related to money that you lend money and for lending that money you make a profit interest riba what do we learn from this ayah if a person eats riba then he is acting insane in this world and on the day of judgment he will come as an insane person why because riba is the exact opposite of generosity Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the believers to be generous to spend 
to give to those who are in need. And when a person is in a situation of need, what does he do sometimes? He borrows money to fulfill his need. He takes a loan so that he can fulfill his need and after some time, he will give it back. So he doesn't have enough. This is why he's borrowing. So the person who's lending him money is exploiting him now. He is abusing him now. How? He's saying, okay, you take my money, I lend it to you, but then you give me more back. The poor guy is already in need. He cannot afford a thousand dollars. You're lending him a thousand, and then when you'll take that back, you'll take fifteen hundred back. What kind of logic is that? What kind of generosity is that? That's not generosity. It's the exact opposite of infaq. When a person is in need, we should be generous toward them. And here, a person is using the person in need. So this is madness. This cannot come from a person who uses their mind. And this is such a serious offense near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that a person will be severely punished for this in the hereafter. The humiliation will begin from the time of resurrection. Now notice something. The ayah says those who eat riba, those who consume riba. Why is eating mentioned? Because a lot of the money that you make, most of it goes in what? Food, right? A lot of your money goes in buying food, your food. And the thing is that when you have money, one of the main things that you will spend your money on is food. Right? Before you think about clothes, you think about food. Because that's an urgent need. It's a necessity. So here, eating riba doesn't just mean eating it as in the form of food. No, eating means taking, consuming. Okay? But it doesn't mean that it's okay to give riba. Because some people use this ayah and they say, well, the ayah says you cannot take riba. Right? We're just paying interest. No. There is no difference between the one who gives interest and the one who takes interest. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ did not differentiate between the two. You have the hadith in your notes. The Prophet ﷺ cursed the acceptor of interest and its spare. The one who takes it and the one who gives it. The one who records it and the two witnesses. And he said they're all equal. They're all equal in sin. Now you might say, well, I think there's a difference between giving interest and taking interest. If you think about it, when you give interest, why are you giving interest? Why are you paying interest? So that you can get something, right? Like for example, you buy a property, you borrow money from the bank, and then you're going to give it back in installments, and there's an interest charge also. Now, At the end of it, once you've paid it off, what do you have? That property. But that property, how did you get your hands on it? How did you acquire it? Through what? Through interest. You understand? So you are eating, you are taking that property through what? Through interest. So it's not pure. This is not pure money. That's not pure property. It's khabis. Because there is riba involved in it. And the Prophet ﷺ did not differentiate between the giver and the taker of riba. So those who take interest, those who consume it, this is their reality in this world and in the hereafter. ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ قَالُوا This is because they say, إِنَّمَا الْبَيْعُ مِثْلُ riba. They say that trade is just like riba. They equate trade with riba. 
How? They say that if you have a transaction, you make a profit. So here, our transaction is by lending money. So we're going to make a profit. So they say that riba is just like trade. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَحَلَّ اللَّهُ الْبَيْعَ وَحَرَّمَ riba." How could the two be the same when Allah has made trade lawful and He has made riba unlawful? One is lawful and the other is unlawful. Can they be the same? Can they be the same? They can never be the same. They are different. See, the thing is, regardless of the situation, and this is something that we'll discuss also, that one is that you consider wrong to be wrong. You acknowledge it. That yes, this is riba and this is haram. And I should not be dealing with this. Alright? And the other is that you say, no, 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 no. We're not taking interest. We're just giving it. It's not a big deal. Do you see the difference? One is that you acknowledge that yes, what I'm doing is wrong. I should not be doing this. This is haram. And the other is that you try to change the law of Allah. You try to dismiss the warning that Allah has given. You understand? So that's a crime upon a crime. One is that you're disobeying Allah. And the second crime is that you're justifying your sin. That makes it worse. And that's exactly what's mentioned here. That is because they say that trade is like riba. The crime is they're justifying riba. When it's not justifiable because Allah has made it unlawful. Right? So, فَمَنْ جَاءَهُ مَوْعِظَةٌ مِّن رَبِّهِ Allah says that whoever is such that the admonition comes to him from his Lord. And what is the admonition? This verse, this warning, فَانْتَهَا And then he stops, meaning he stops dealing with interest. He doesn't give it, he doesn't take it. فَلَهُ مَا سَلَفْ Then he will have whatever has passed. Meaning whatever has happened in the past, it's done. وَأَمْرُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ And his affair is with Allah. Meaning Allah will judge him. But, وَمَنْ عَادَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ Whoever returns, meaning he hears the warning, but still he insists on dealing with riba, keeps taking it, keeps giving it. And those are the companions of the fire, whom فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ And they will abide there in eternally. I mean, this ayah is scary or what? It makes it very clear that riba is haram. Interest is completely prohibited. Why? Because it's a major sin. How is it a major sin? You see that in this verse, there's a clear warning of punishment. In the hereafter, the punishment of the fire. And any action for which the punishment of the fire is threatened, then that action is a major sin. So riba is a major sin. It's clearly forbidden. Allah says here, حَرَّمَ riba. Allah has made riba unlawful. The Prophet ﷺ also clearly forbade riba. Those who deal with it are cursed. The Prophet ﷺ cursed the people who deal with riba. Those who give it, those who take it, those who write it, those who witness such a transaction. The Prophet ﷺ also said that, save yourselves from the destructive sins. And of the destructive sins is also riba. And one of the scariest ahadith about the severity of this sin. Honestly, when I read it, it was as if the earth shook for me. And I couldn't understand, really, is this actually a hadith? And I checked the authenticity. It is an authentic hadith. The Prophet ﷺ said that riba has 70 sins. 
Meaning if you were to start describing the crimes related to riba and the severity of riba, you could list 70. Aisaruha and its lightest is ummah That a person has a physical relation, intercourse with his own mother. Imagine a person, a man, sleeping with his own mother. How would you regard this? I mean, this is a curse word in our culture, isn't it? You're familiar with it. This is a curse word. It's a big insult. Because you cannot even imagine this. A person doing such a thing, it's unimaginable. This is horrendous. It's unacceptable. This is how riba is. This is how evil it is near Allah. It's as if a person does this act with his own mother. Would you tolerate this? No. But it's so unfortunate that we have made riba okay. We think it's okay. Because everybody does it. You get your education through it. You pay for your house through it. You work and you pay it. You give it. You take it. It's considered normal. And Allah says in the Qur'an, لا يستوي الخبيث والطيب ولو أعجبك كثرة الخبيث In another place in the Qur'an, Allah says that the pure and the evil are not the same. Even if the abundance of evil pleases you. Even if it's everywhere. Everybody does it. Evil is evil. Wrong is wrong. And those who insist on that wrong and those who justify that wrong, then such people are criminals near Allah. This is not something small. This is something very serious. When the Prophet ﷺ went on the night journey, he was shown a person swimming in a lake. And he was struggling to come to the shore. And every time this person managed to come to the shore, a man standing at the shore would throw a huge rock at him. And so this person would go back into the water. And this kept happening, kept happening. And the Prophet ﷺ asked Jibreel, what's going on? And he was later informed that the person in the water is the person who takes interest, the person who deals with interest. This is a major sin. Riba is not okay. It's not lawful. Even if people say it's okay, and even if everybody does it, it's a major sin. So stay away from it. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring you out of it and make your firm intention. I don't want to deal with this. You know, you have to have some rules for yourself in your life. Things that are non-negotiable. You'll never do them. You'll never accept them at any cost. And this is one of those things. Riba, you just don't even consider. And if you happen to be in it, then your number one priority should be try to get out of it. Every single day ask Allah, Allah, help me out of this. Bring me out of this. Exactly. A little bit of interest is enough to destroy all of your wealth. Sometimes we think, oh, we don't have a mortgage, we don't do that, we don't do this. But you may have a credit card that you're using and you're not paying the bills on time and so you're accumulating interest, you're being charged interest. A little bit of interest is enough to destroy your money. Allah says, يَمْحَقُ اللَّهُ الرِّبَى وَيُرْبِ الصَّدَقَاتِ يَمْحَقُ مِمْحَقَافِ محق is to erase something. Destroy it, waste it. Allah wastes riba, meaning any money that has riba in it, with it, then that money is not going to have any blessing. Why? Because Allah destroys it. Allah doesn't reward the person for earning that money, for using that money, for giving charity from that money. No. 
یم حق اللہ ربا و یورب صدقات اینڈ اللہ کازز ٹو انکریز دا چیریٹیز میننگ ون اے پرسن گیوز چیریٹی دین اللہ بلیسز دیٹ منی اللہ ریوارڈز ہم فار دیٹ و اللہ اثیم لک ایٹ دیز ورڈز اللہ ڈز ناٹ لائک ایوری پرسن ہو از کفار اینڈ اتیم ہو از کفار کفار از اسٹبرن ڈس بلیور یو سی ون از کیفر ہو از کیفر ون ہو ڈینائز But kafar is one who insists on denying and rejecting. So there are some people who will not even admit that riba is wrong. Or they will say, oh, we're not taking it. We're only paying it. And we're not paying it right now. We might have to pay it. I mean, this is serious. يَمْحَقُ اللَّهُ الرِّبَا وَيُرْبِ الصَّدَقَاتِ Allah will increase the charity. Allah does not like the kafar person who insists on his kufr. And athim, athim is very sinful, stubborn in sin, meaning someone who even knows that something is a sin, yet he does not leave it. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Indeed, those people who believe and work righteousness. وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَاةِ And they establish the prayer. وَآتَوُوا الزَّكَاءِ And they give the zakah. لَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ They shall have their reward with their Lord. وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ They will have no fear and no regrets. Why do people take or give interest? Why? To grow their money. Isn't it? To increase their property. Why? Because I think that if we have a bigger house, we'll be happy. If we have a better career with all this thing, then we'll be happy. But like we learned earlier, Happiness does not come from stuff or money. It does not come from a bigger house. Happiness comes from your actions. So realize what Allah has forbidden on us and stay within the limits that Allah has set for you and you will be happier.